COVID. City of Yara. Isolation. COVID-19 vaccine. Biculturalism. Community. Culturally and linguistically diverse pop-up. COVID pandemics. Fitzroy. Interpreting. Cantonese. Oromo. Vaccine certificate. Food relief. Collingwood. Great East African. Rich man. Chinese. North Carlton. Communities. Yara libraries. Yara Libraries acknowledges the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people as the traditional owners and true sovereigns of the land known as Yara. We also acknowledge the significant contributions made by Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders peoples to life in Yara. We pay our respects to elders past and present. Hello and welcome to Yara Libraries Overdue podcast. The COVID-19 pandemic has kick-started a lot of overdue conversation. In this series, we bring you voices of some culturally and linguistically diverse people who live and work in the city of Yara. They reflect on the positive experiences and challenges in responding to their community's needs during this pandemic. These are the recollections of their personalized experiences, memories, anecdotes, and insights on where to from here. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening. My name is Ogum Madit, and I am in the studio today to have a chat with two lovely ladies here with me. Thank you, girls, for coming. Uh, It's so nice to have you here. So I'd love to hear from you, ladies. Welcome aboard. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? So, hi, my name is Alfia. I am 22 years old, and I'm currently finishing up my Master's of International Relations. I started working as a BLO last year with Eurosalium, and I speak Oromo. I'm currently learning French and Arabic. I provide services, and I'm able to assist members of the community who speak Oromo, and I need access to services within the Yara space. I've really been enjoying that, and I've realized um, my passion working with the youth and you know issues related to the community that I'm well-versed in and it's you know something that I want to keep working on so I think I'm headed in that direction and yeah that's what I'm doing right now finishing my master's and just working here and there. You go girl get that paper for sure (laughs) oh that's really nice what about you my other sidekick? Um, Thank you everyone my name is Yor Salim I'm 21 years old I'm working with Yara City Council in two different roles I'm working as the BLO and with Access Yara as customer service officer. And I'm doing my bachelor in business accountants. I'm in my second year. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. All right. So you've mentioned that you are part of the BLO team. Can you please tell us a little bit about that position? and What does the BLO stand for? And a little bit about Yara Libraries as well. So I started uh, working with the BLO last year around September. It was a new role that was introduced during COVID. Basically, the role is about helping community with, um, it could be with any needs they need. I can speak two languages and I was helping the community interpreting. During uh, the lockdown last year, Yara libraries were helping with food relief. They were doing it every Friday. So I did work with them during the, when they had any pop-ups. Let's say, for example, I worked with them helping with the certificate and the food relief and reaching out like with the community as well. Beautiful. Well, just to let you guys know, I started off as the BLO 
as well. And so I was just putting her on spot to explain that. You did a beautiful job. But uh, Alfia, you are part of the BLO team as well, right? What are some of the things that you've learned in this role? So yeah, I started as a bicultural liaison officer with Yosilium as well. And when I started, it was obviously an important role, particularly with COVID as well, because, you know, I think a lot of like stakeholders and government were struggling to, I guess, connect with cold communities. And so through bicultural liaison officers, a lot of whom are, you know, people who live within those communities and speak a few languages and can connect best with those community members. We all obviously got the role and we're working within these communities, supporting them through COVID, getting, you know, vaccine certificates, helping them just get information in general about COVID. Obviously, there's a lot of misinformation that goes around and, you know, particularly within these communities, they want to reach out to people who they know they can trust and I guess talk to about these issues. And so we were great for that. So, you know, we came in, a lot of us speak the languages that are present within these communities, a lot of East African communities, a lot of Asian communities, uh, Middle Eastern. And so it was good that we're all able to connect with those people and, you know, we understand their needs and then we're able to, you know, get back to Yarra City Council or whoever and, you know, make sure that they're putting together support services that best help these people. I also did the pop-ups um, with Yarrow Library. So we did the vaccination certificates and also, um, yeah, like we did food relief and also books from the library, new books for kids who got vaccinated or just for the community more generally um, in Richmond. Um, the services provided are so important and particularly with the vaccination certificates um, we had a lot of elderly people who would come down and get their vaccination certificates and you know some may not use phones or they may not know how to use their phones and stuff like that so I know how important that service was for them and for example you know back when we had to you know show your vaccination certificate before you could go into anywhere like it was important for them to have copies of it and we got them different sizes so one that could fit in their wallet one that was probably a bigger size if they plan to travel soon they had the international vaccine certificate as well and yeah it was just such an important service to provide to the community well that is really good because um i think like um you said earlier was that uh, it was important to have people that speak other languages and to assist all these other people and during those times what were some of the challenges like you know where there's vaccine certificate time where the older people needed some obviously support and what are some of the challenges you've seen um i would say especially during the vaccine season was because some people wasn't really willing to get vaccine and we had like some challenges that people they'd be like oh why do I have to get the vaccine? And yeah. uh, why do you care? Like, you know, th- in some people, but especially with the older people, they were very grateful to have the support to kind of, like, get the help because especially when they was getting the vaccine certificate, it was very hard for the older people because they don't know how to use the technology. And sometimes when they used to come to, when we have, like, a pop-up event, there were some challenges because they don't bring they used to not bring much information let's say for example they don't they don't have mega accounts and it, especially at this time it was taking up to two hours three hours to get the vaccine with one person and it could even also postpone them to, some had to go back yes, home wasn't it that's right yes yeah, some had to actually go home because it was very difficult to call center league 
get access because it was on the phone and some, there was some issue with privacy because when you ask them, oh, can I do this? They weren't really willing to kind of give us more information, even though we tell them that we were calling them on behalf of the customer. But it was really good. Um, what I learned was that having the bill or role was like the best thing that that happened during the COVID for us and for the community in Yara. Yara is a very diverse community. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it was really good. And seeing the people really happy, um, I'm very grateful. And yeah, yeah it's really and good. And I think, you know, it's the fact that many of us actually speak other languages, every community felt represented. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we needed as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, everybody felt like there's someone there that if they are there, yeah. then they can explain things better because there was still hesitancy. So Yeah, that was, um, the, that, that was the main thing. What was your experience like, Alfia? So my experience was generally pretty good. I really enjoyed a lot of the work we did, like the COVID-related work we did. If I had to pick the most challenging part, it would probably be with bums. So I did a few shifts at the playgroups in Richmond, in Fitzroy and Collingwood. And so, you know, trying to convince a mum to go get her child vaccinated, particularly when there's so much misinformation going around, I think it's easier to do it to yourself. But to then go and take your children, you're a bit more like, or do I want to do it? And particularly since there was no, you know, you didn't have to be vaccinated to go to school, so stuff like that. So you kind of want to hold back and you're like, I'll just see what happens and then yeah. I'll decide in the future. So, yeah, so I think that was the hardest. Like, you know, when a mum says, no, I want to see what happens and I just, I don't want to do it, then, you know, you kind of struggle. You're like, what else can you tell them that's going to convince them? So that was probably the most challenging. Upon reflection, I would say that the work that BLO people do is super important as they connect I guess members of the community to government and they're able to I guess support members in a better way through language I guess a language barrier is something people need to think about particularly when it comes to the pandemic or access to services through BLOs we're able to have so many people who work in this role and speak so many different languages connect with those members and make sure that they feel heard and that they feel like they're able to trust that person and tell them what exactly it is that they need in terms of support services how did you go from the BLO to your current or your other roles that you are currently doing with the council? I started working at the youth services as COVID marshal, but like while doing the COVID marshal, I, was, I wasn't just sitting down there and just checking in people. I was getting involved with the kids when they had the art or fashion program, DJ program. I used to kind of involve with everything. So after that, we got on all four to continue working with them and I'm um, doing the future pathway. Yeah. Um, so I also had a similar experience to Yerusalem in that um, I was working at the Yara Youth Services doing kind of COVID marshal, sign-in type stuff. And so um, from there, I guess, connecting with the youth that come there um, after school on the Wednesdays or the other staff there as well, I was able to pick up different shifts for different programs so through that I was able to meet some of the other staff who run programs and I was able to get into Future Pathways I was able to do a DJing session as well which was really fun I went to a few of the after school like swimming sessions and yeah just from there I was able to pick up other shifts I was able to do um, holiday program as well which I really enjoyed you know you have a lot of kids who come down during the holidays and just spending the whole day they're doing different activities you know cooking with them and all that kind of stuff and it's just so much fun so that's how I was able to I guess go from BLO to Yara Youth Service and yeah it's just it's been so amazing and yeah I've found like a real passion there and it's something that I want to continue doing that is really nice 
How many programs do they have? Oh, they have a different program. They have a DJ program, the Future Pathway, and art, fashion. They have a lot of different programs for kids. And yeah, like, you know, it's a space where there's no judgment. We want people to come there and access these services, whether it be Future Pathways, accessing support to work or um, education-related stuff, or just coming to play, you know, games after school, table tennis, cooking, all that kind of stuff. We just want them to come there and be able to engage with us and um, other members of their community and just make friends and just enjoy the space. Having people from the community there, um, people from diverse backgrounds who are representing the youth that actually attend those programs is so important. Yeah, I would say maybe I'm kind of using my experience to help others and it has been oh, the no. best thing and I'm kind of planning to do maybe my master's in youth service. You <laughs> yeah, go, girl. Youth okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really enjoying the role. You have to enjoy being around it's, young yeah, people. It's definitely. It's been with the community. Has, it's kind of, I don't know, it's really like, I've, I feel really good. Well, like when I'm working, so. What do you like about it? I would say personally, it, I really build my confidence, like interacting with people. Yeah. Um. Before I start, before I didn't start working here, I w- I would say like I was a very, a bit shy person. <laughs> You're a little shy. Yeah, I'm a little bit shy. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of helped me build my confidence, how to interact with people, and get to know the community more. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I found it so rewarding and like just feels like worthwhile like when you're, you know, helping people and then you see yeah. them go on to do something else and, you know, have a it's like just so positive and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Why are some of these programs important, Alfio? Just getting the youth to engage with community and um is so important, I think. Providing them with the support that they need that they probably can't access elsewhere or isn't available elsewhere. And just feeling like they can come to a space where, you know, there's no judgment and they can just come in there and get the support that they need from people who they can trust and feel like, you know, have their best interests at heart. So I think that's really important. That's the vibe that I get when I go there. And that's why I enjoy being there so much. And yeah, I think it's so important to have these programs so they can just learn and find their passions and make friends and yeah, just be a part of their community. I know how important the program is for myself because I've been part of the program for so long. You've been in yeah, the shoe. I've, yeah, I've be, I used to go to the youth services and there is a homework club and uh, at the Future Pathway and they do help with young people that struggles. So what is exactly Future Pathway and how can people access it? Future Pathways program is a support service helping youth and young adults find jobs and put together a resume or a cover letter or if you have other services that you need to access such as Centrelink or you know you need to apply for a citizenship or there's just so many different stuff that we're able to help with if you want to get into TAFE or university we're able to help with that yeah there's just a lot of education and work-related support services that Yara Future Pathways program provides you just register for the program and I think it runs a few times a week and you kind of get a partner and then they help you go through whatever you need help with and yeah that's pretty much what the program does where can they access it if anyone wants to come and access their future pathway they can come into Fisrael Larry. it's every monday and wednesday on monday it's from three till six and wednesday from four to seven
and the address is in Fitzroy Library, 128 Moore Street, Fitzroy. The program have been helping young people like in so many ways, and I really encourage probably other community members to kind of follow Yara City Council footsteps as well. So it would really help, would really benefit. That's really nice yes, to hear. Yeah. That's, I think um, at this point, you know, the council's support is really needed uh, mm, since definitely. the pandemic and all these things. And the council is doing a really good job mm. in implementing some of these things that can support our communities. I think the work that the uh, council does is really important. I think the programs that they provide for the youth today is really important. The program is really good for young people. Invite um, your family members. Tell yeah, your youth definitely, to turn up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Go and have fun. There's some food there, there is, sometime. Definitely. I there went is in the food, other day snacks. and I smelled the food outside. <laughs> and I was like, how am I not here? I've been living in Fitzroy for a long time. There's, you know, the. Uh, I know we live yeah, in the Just around the corner. Yeah, Don't same. let people turn up to my house. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, it's yeah. such a lovely space. I mean, all these spaces, the Richmond, Collingwood, Fitzroy, all these places with the services, they truly do look after people. And good on you. Shout out to Yara Libraries as well. It's very exciting to see how things go and where we take it from now. And yeah, I'd like to say thank you very much for coming once more. And um, we truly wish you the best of luck with everything. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting us. <laughs> You've been listening to Yara Library's Overdue podcast series. A very big thank you to our co-producers for sharing stories and experiences from their communities on this show. You can now check out more Overdue episode on our playlist at SoundCloud dot com forward slash Yara Libraries or find them on your favorite podcast app. Overdue is produced by Yara Libraries and supported by the Victorian government through the priority response to multicultural communities during coronavirus PRMC program. <laughs>